Dougie? Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi, is that Dougie? Can you hear me? It is, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, at the checkpoint, he's just literally ran in to the checkpoint. I normally see them arriving over the brow of a mountain, but he's he's just he's just appeared. The main man himself, Dougie. Uh, Dougie, is it Zinnis? Is that how you say his name? It is, yeah, Zinnis. Yeah, yeah, it's Zinnis. Well, before we carry on in the at the checkpoint show, Dougie, can you just give a quick intro of who you are, and then we can talk about the epicness of the the spine <laughs> challenger, mate. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, can you just do a quick quick intro, buddy. Hello, I'm uh, I'm Dougie. I'm from uh, Yorkshire. Uh, I'm a barber in Big House, and uh, I run for Calder Valley Feldrunners. Um, we like running around in, in mountains and uh, over the mm. Mars. F- fantastic, and that and it's as simple as that, really, is it? Because, like, I think it is. Uh, being outdoors uh, is uh, the key. I think. Yeah, and I, I think you guys, uh, Calder Valley, you've got uh, such a strong. Um, history and membership there, you know, it's just, uh, it's the true spirit of fell running, isn't it? There's, there's oh, about it is. It three is. or four clubs in in the UK, and you're one of the standout ones. So, mate, you still smell a bit. I can smell you over the over the airways. Um, yeah. What was your time? You, you uh, for everybody that has just arrived at planet Earth, uh, <laughs> Dougie uh, was first home for the Spine Challenger. This weekend, which is the 108 miles, that's if you bang on the money with your nav, from Edale to Hardraw. Uh, that's the Montaigne Spine Challenger. So, yeah, mate, uh, first of all, uh, how are you feeling after that? I'm coming round now. Um, backs of my legs are still sore. Uh, no, uh, no other problems to speak of, so I'm really pleased. And uh, over the moon with the result. My plan yeah. went to spot on, spot on it went. And then talking about your plan, um, Dougie, what what was your, you know, how long has your, your, your training plan been for this? Um, as you say, it's a tough one to train for, isn't it? Because there's so much outdoor elements. Well, you know, we've seen the ones where there was the heavy snow the year that um, Yasmin Paris uh, you know, uh, won it. But in terms of your training, what what have you been doing specific for the Spine Challenger? Well, in the nine weeks running up to it, um, I just put myself into into the challenging mode, so to speak. So I upped my mileage up and I made sure I got uh, the whole course record over the nine weeks. And I had a rest week midweek, uh, mid, mid-cycle. Um, yeah. And just made sure I got out. I did a nighttime record going over the Hebden to Horton section, which is, came in really, really well because I think it helped me big time going through them fields. Um, yeah. And it's just uh, being outdoors in the crap weather, um, just feeling it really. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's key. Doing the training in the tired hours and the. Yeah, in the in the night time, if you get the opportunity, because I, I, do a day of work and then do a nighttime record, and you get used to that tiredness. Oh, that's that, that's fantastic, buddy! And now, for all the um, ultra geeks amongst amongst us, me me put my hand up first. We'll talk from feet up to head. Did <laughs> your did your 
kit plan go to plan in a sense of what you were wearing and what was in your bag and stuff. And then we can, I'm going to, I'm going to go through that with like a, a fine tuned scone, but tune scone, tune scone, scone, there's <laughs> a fine tuned scone. Talk to me, scone and tea. Yeah, we'll go through it uh, bit by bit because I'm sure there's loads of people listening to this that are keen to sign up for the, well, any of the spine races, the Montane Spine. So, yeah, what, what did you have on your feet, mate? And did it work? I had a rock lights, uh, G, G Tech, um, the uh, two ninety, right. um, really, really good. Um, they let water out very easily. You've got a good protective shield on your toes. And I found them really, really, really good for the conditions. Although I think the fields could have done with some better lugs, but there's nothing you could have done about it. And the Rock Light two nineties. I'm just going through my uh, my poster of Innovate. Are they the are they the, the the shoe or are they a bit of a boot? Shoe, shoe, shoe. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. And then, what did you have um, inside them over your over your feet? Do you do you take your feet up um, at all? No. Or what do you do? No. I um, put some toe socks on. Yeah. And then I put a waterproof socks over the top. That's to protect him. Um, talc my feet first. Plenty of talc. Yeah. Toe socks. Waterproof socks. Make sure they're no longer waterproof socks. Just below the knee. And then it seals. The ones to the ankles are no good for for the conditions on the spine. I don't think. And would you say that helps with your giving a little bit of extra compression? Or is it just, just because of the conditions you want to surround yourself with as much? Just the conditions, material? I think. Mm. I've heard some people go for... Uh, Gore-Tex shoes, but nah. I think when you're going through the puddles, it's just got to keep your feet wet for longer. So I've gone for the shoes which let the water out the easiest, and then gone for the waterproof socks to um, keep my feet. What, okay. And what what were the waterproof socks? What make are those? Uh, seal skins. Ah, oh, the seal skins. Ah, yeah. The and then the toe socks were those in genies. Um, they were. They were yeah. uh, base layer ones. Yeah. Base layer. Just like in a shopping list. <laughs> and then um your well your, your base layer and so on from that what 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 were you wearing um over your legs pants and vest and top and all that before we talk about the coats and stuff well um looking at the forecast it wasn't particularly cold so i just put uh, some compression shorts on with uh, some tights on for the morning section mm. yeah um on the top half, I had a vest. I put a merino wool uh, long sleeve, a technical T-shirt, and uh, an Innovate a Protec jacket. Mm. Um, I had to take a me technical T-shirt on off um, near Tar side, uh, going up towards Black Hill. Um, but apart from that, it was spot on until it started raining, and then I had to make a change. Um, Hebden. Um, why Why did you take your technical shirt? Was it just you were heating up? I was or... heating up. I don't, I don't yeah. know why we heat. And then, uh, over, did you your leg trousers? What did you have for your rainproof trousers? My uh, rainproof trousers? Uh, I got some from G. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, only 50 odd quid uh, for the price of a bargain. It's great. And it is the, it's those kind of pearlers that come out. It's like, okay, I've spent this, this, this. 
got that from decathlon and it's you got, it can be sometimes yeah. be your go-to item of clothing August and your the coat that you said that you had the rainproof what was that uh, innovate protect and did that work oh you were absolutely spot on although I slipped in one at fields and I ripped the sleeve oh, on a barbed wire fence <laughs> a bit wounded yeah, about that favourite coat yeah. it's one of those you, you got to either sew it up or do a little bit of stealth shopping without anybody's yeah I might, I, might, I might forget a bit of guerrilla tape yeah, on it that works yeah that works really well all good stuff and then on your head well gloves because uh, I know the cold can as soon as that gets into you especially in that neck of the woods it can really not only diminish the the body but the spirits as well what did you have on your hands I had um, some uh, thin regatta like a fleece, warm ones, and I put some uh, Innovate race mitts, uh, ultra race mitts over the top for when it got really cold and it got got wet. Oh, I've seen them. They look so warm, don't they? Oh, good stuff. And then yeah. on your head, apart from the hood, do you have a hat or um, or a balaclava? I've got a waterproof hat, a waterproof beanie hat. All right. Um, uh, the club I run for, um, one, one of the... Um, one of his members who did the spine a couple of years ago, Bill Johnson, yeah. he wrote up in his uh, race report that he had a, a waterproof beanie hat. So, but that, I'll get one of them. Sounds a really good idea. And yeah, it was. Where, where can the listeners get one of those from? Because that sounds really good. Because as you say, once your hair's wet and that kind of stuff. Uh, I just Googled it. Um, got it on Amazon, I think. Just oh, where cool. I need tenner. Oh, great stuff. Nice, nice top tip. And then uh, in terms of kit bags, what are you carrying? Poles or non-poles? What do you, what do you uh, think? No poles. And um, I've never really practised enough with the poles to be efficient. So yeah. I decided not to try on the first 100. No, so... <laughs> a good idea. Oh, good. Um, um, and then in terms the... of your bags and that, you know, did you have a, a front pouch? Um, no, I stuck with... Um, well, um, I asked Simon Barn who came third last year because he runs for yeah. our club as well. Yeah, um, what he did, and so I've gone with the Om um, 25 litre bag, yeah, the classic, and put all my food in a bum bag. Whereas instead of taking your bag off all the time, you can just spin your bum bag around as you climb and eat, yeah. and then you keep eating and eating. So there's no, no, and then, and then how did that work for balance for you? Did you have water on the front? To yeah, I had, uh, the bag. I had a 750 milliliter um, bottle in the pouch at the side and I had a 500 milliliter one clipped to my front. So mm. every time I, my 500 ran out, I just filled it up with 750, put it back in my pouch. And was that water all the time or were you putting any, any kind uh, of... I stuck with water this time, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. And then in terms of food and eating, especially in the cold, what, what, was, what was your go-to food that you were chomping along <laughs> as you were well, as you were on it i've got um i've got some mountain fuel feel good bars yeah um they're very, very good so i just that... kept snapping them in half having a half here half there try every 40 minutes just ramming some food down my throat um i always take cheese and onion pasties yes. on ultras i chop them in half and just try have one every four hours just to get uh, some proper food in the summer. Um, nuts, 
plenty of nuts. Keep wanging some nuts in your mouth, chocolate bars, yeah. um, some sweets, sweets, jelly sweets. You can't beat jelly sweets. You can't. And no. is that does that come from your fell running side as well with, with oh, your jelly sweets? Everyone shoves jelly sweets down your neck every time you get to a road crossing with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Jelly baby, what a jelly baby. As far as I don't look like a jelly baby. <laughs> oh, no. And I think it's, uh, you know, with your your history and especially fell running, it is that proper food that sometimes we might all forget about in the hurry to do these races, that the proper food, you know, in the UK, it's just, as you say, it's it, you've got that, home comfort feel and the knowledge that oh, this has worked previously day in, day out. But I think it's great that Martin, Ma- Mountain Fuel, they brought out these bars last year, didn't they? To, They're I really good. To, yeah, to complement the, <clears throat> excuse me, the their man-up gels. So, yeah, no, it's good that, you know, that they're opening up and stuff. And was there anything in your bag that you didn't use that you thought, I'll just pack this just in case? But you didn't. Uh, food-wise, or uh, just kit. In ge- kit in general. Um, apart from, I took uh, an extra couple of technical t-shirts just in case, on top of yeah. the kit list. Uh, I never use them. There were some energy sweets which I got. I never used any of them. Mm. Uh, apart from that, no, they're pretty, they're pretty good with kit. Um, I tried to be as light as possible, really, but. It's quite hard with a spine. Your bag's still very, very heavy. With the weather wet, with the wax as well, it doesn't doesn't help. No. And then, no, and then, what was so 108 miles, which isn't, it's not flat, is it? It's not a tarmac 108 miles. No, you're up and what, down. What, what was your winning time, Dougie? What do you do it in? Um, just over 29 hours and five seconds, I think it was. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. No, congratulations on that. That's brilliant. Thank you. So, Thank you. Like, a, like a checkpoint, we'll, I'm just going to see where you've been in the sense of 2019. We talked quickly before the show about um, Paddy Buckley and the Bob Graham round. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Bob Graham, uh, what was your time for that? And, and how much preparation did you, did you do with that? I give myself three months prep um yeah. i did a month of uh fitness pure fitness running did a month on uh hills well i kept hills yeah. all the way up and and uh i just wrecked 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 and uh I've, I've done support for quite a few people so you get to know the round it's a really good way of uh meeting people and getting you out onto ultras and what was your time with that one? Uh, 20 hours and 27 minutes. Blistering, blistering uh, pace. And how yeah, many? Uh, uh, right, good day. Uh, what, was, what was the conditions like and how, how many crew did you have? Not crew, but how many runners popped in and out it of were, the formation? It was perfect, really. It was nice and cool overnight and it was just sunshine out there through the day. I think max temperature about six degrees on top. So it's just right for me. I don't like, I can't really run in the warm weather. Mm. Um, not efficiently. I had, you know, some loads of lads from the club came up. So we, we had a good laugh. There were four on the first leg, two on the second leg, three on the third leg, about four on the fourth leg. And we bumped into two more of my friends on the fourth leg. 
and two on the last leg. And on support, I had um, my friend Toby coming around in the van. Fun. It's, it's, such a, it's such a lovely spirit, isn't it? You know, where, as you say, you've got new, fresh faces and it's like, right, okay, I'm going to put my fresh face on for this and that. No, I think it's, it's fantastic how... It's how, what Feldman's all about. It's, it's yeah. superb. And then, well, talking of fell running and stuff, what what else have you got planned for the? Well, before we go into your plans for next year, barber cutting my hair and stuff. How long have you been doing doing barbering? Um, um twenty twenty two year now. And how long have you been running? Uh, fourteen year now. Fourteen years. And and how did how did you get into fell running? Was it from somebody you were cutting the hair for or? How did that um, come about? Well, I always had um, a childhood of being in the outdoors, uh, caving and what have you with my dad. And you get out of it, you know, you find beer and fags and that, don't you, when you're younger? Yeah. And um, met my wife and started running. And yeah, through a customer who were telling me about the. We got to doing some fell races on fellrunner.org. And so I had a look and I went to a few. And, I think the best thing I ever did was join a club, just to spare you on. No, and, and you mentioned as yourself, fellrunner.org. It's a great place to find um, races that you can go and visit. And for I say for, for listeners that haven't ever done a fell running in there, maybe just tarmac, or even if they just wanted to give fell running a go, it's possibly the best thing you can do socially. It's cheap as chips. Um, yeah. You know, we've got the the Joe the Joe Brown at Pier where you keep your bib um, number for the the series, and you know you get your cake, cup of tea, and you're helping with the local community. But it's just got that nice vibe about. Well, I wouldn't use the it word nice. Yeah, it's, it's got a lovely it's, vibe about it. Yeah, it's um, it's a really good feel. It's a feel good spot as well as a, a spot you enjoy. Yeah. And then do you, do you think do you think about you know cutting hair? Is good training with your time on your legs as well. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah getting nine nine hours a day um, on my on my feet, and I do a lot of toe lifts in that time as well. You know, there's a lot of yeah. time I'll cut somebody's hair on my toes just to just to do a bit of training while I'm working. So uh, yeah, yeah. And and talking of little um, wind wind squiggle tips, there. Have you got any other little tips that you use on a day to day? You know, like you know, it could be on your tiptoes whenever you're cutting hair or is there anything that you'll do regularly that you know by doing it this this helps you if you're on your feet a lot especially with fell running you've got to strengthen your ankles so if i'm stood for a while i'll just try stand on one foot and write your name in front of you with your toes just to strengthen the ankles a bit and it's, it, it just works on the descents i think um well, that's for me, you know. That's a, that's a great... I'm just going to say that again. <laughs> Writing the name with your toes. What a great idea, isn't it? No, I really enjoy... I think that's good for, for strengthening because you can, as you say, change leg. And then, so, 2020. Well, I think you, you've done enough already. You can take, take the year off. Well, what, what, what's, <laughs> what, what's, what's the plan for the rest of the year, um, Dougie? Well, um, I did a Paddy Buckley last year as well, but I didn't get in within... Uh... 24 hours, I did 26 hours. So, yeah, you're um, going back. I need, I need to revisit. Um, and also, I'd like to do the Ramsey. 
Yeah. But in between all that, I've booked into the Little and Hundred. So I'm on the Little and Hundred as well. So um, a busy have, year, really. Have, have you done Lakeland Hundred before? Uh, no, no. Um, the Spine was my first hundred. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Watch this start. man. Watch this <laughs> 100% man. Record. Flipping heck. I like. I like that. Yeah. Well, you can stop now. That's it. You've achieved. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, good luck for for Lakeland. And when are you thinking of coming? Well, it's our neck of the woods, isn't it, Paddy Buckley? Uh, well, when are you yeah. thinking about coming over here? Because we, got, we we've got quite uh, a be few. A early, early season, I think. Yeah. Um, beginning of May, more likely. And in terms of support crew and stuff, have you got enough, or would you would you like a hand from any of the local clubs like Eredi Hebbog and and Slim Striders, um, or are you are you good? I've, pro- I've probably got enough at the moment. Um, but I could it always be nice to see some friendly faces. Ah, right, well, if if you keep us updated when when you're coming, because it'd be great. Well, you know, I might pop out with. A, with a piece of cake for you and a brew, and and oh, yeah. in, in terms of the for for this year, that's it. And I just I, well um, before we close the show, a, a very well done, Dougie. It's going to be a bit of a um, mountain mountain spine uh, specials for the next few weeks on at the checkpoint. But thanks ever so much because I know you've you you you've literally just stepped in. <laughs> Um, from the event, uh, can't thank you enough. Um, I'm gonna cut some cut some melons now. Get some flat coke and wait for the next uh, the next um, visitor to at the checkpoint. But thanks ever so much, Dougie, and have a great 2020. And you, thank you. Cheers, now. Great See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.